Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I am super excited to be back for my next episode of Rewarding Conversations as I am here with the lovely Julia Y. Stein. Did I get that right? I said that right, right? Yes, that is correct. Awesome. Welcome to my podcast, Julia. Thanks for coming on. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. I I always like to kind of go over where and how I find people. So I think I found you because I realized that you are connected with Chloe Colleen. Um, she follows you now. I And I don't know this. This isn't for the podcast. I genuinely don't. Do you know her in real life? Yes, I do. So oh, okay. Chloe and her production company um, got to collaborate with the production company that I work for, Filmhound. Um, we had a premiere cool. on the 28th of October, and we presented a trailer of their feature coming in and had an interview with them. Very cool. Okay, so you know Chloe. And for my audience out there listening, if you haven't, um, please go and listen to Chloe's episode. It's so good. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Chloe is so, so easy to talk to. And she's a fellow film nut like me, so we just kind of went off about that. Uh, but I, I saw your... I see a lot of people's Instagrams and I try to be kind of particular about who I reach out to. Uh, and I saw yours and a couple things about yours uh, strike me as just kind of interesting. And, you know, I wanted to hear more about. So obviously you're an actor, you're involved in the film community and things like that. Um, and then also on your Instagram, you're listed as a fashion model. And I was like, that's cool. I haven't had a fashion model on my podcast before. So maybe let's check that out. Uh, I, I definitely like your your Instagram. Uh, you make it very personal, which is nice. Uh, I feel like you kind of give us a window into who you are, which is really cool. So let's start with one of the two. Do you want to start with your experience with filmmaking and stuff like that or the fashion model? Because we got to hit both. So which one should we start with? <laughs> let's start with film since we started with Chloe. Okay, film. So how long has that been going on? What piqued that interest? How did that start? Well, this actually goes way back to like when I was a little kid. Like I always loved media and not even just film but like theater and singing and just performance I loved it it was I would perform in my room I would either dance to songs and do a whole like choreographed scene in my room by myself all the time <laughs> um and I would also like play out scenes I was a storyteller I would tell stories on um, road trips to my family and they would last like the whole trip like it could be like a two to three hour trip and I would tell tell them like a full out plot <laughs> like now okay so I, I have to immediately get to go ahead you said that you're a storyteller you love film mm -hmm. you, you've always been a performer how did that happen is everybody in your family outgoing are you the only one like where where did that happen because I can remember where my love of film happened where that actually occurred how did that happen for you honestly like I don't really have a whole lot of creatives in my family. Um, it was kind of ingrained to me. Like, I honestly feel like it was a God-given thing. Because my grandma, she sang. And we would sing together. Um, and we'd watch movies together. Um, but I, my mom would encourage me to do theater and, like, church and stuff like that. I just, I never saw someone get into film. And I just, it was, like, my own passion that I started to explore as I got older. So do you prefer theater more or film more? I definitely prefer film more. Um, okay. Why is that? Then you can just be so creative with film. Like mm -hmm. I love different film angles. Those scenes that, you know, it just gets me so excited to see a scene where there's a continual like movement of characters and the cameras running for like 20, 30 minutes straight. I love stuff like that. Have Did you see 1917? No, I haven't. 
one of the best continuous shots ever, ever made. Um, it's a soldier like runs out of a trench and as he's running towards the camera, the camera's backing up mm -hmm. and all of these soldiers are running out past him and they're intersecting and it's a single shot of him just like running towards the camera and the camera's going straight back and there's chaos and things blowing up mm -hmm. and he's just running and running and running and it doesn't cut away from him wow. and it's just like majestic to watch. Yeah, that's so amazing. There's a horror on Netflix. I think it's Hill House. Do you know that one? The Haunting of Hill House? The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. And I yeah. could have the wrong series, but one of the episodes was just one continuous shot. And yeah, I think was... I think it's the funeral episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the funeral episode. Yeah, that's an amazing episode. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I love that episode. Me too. It's just, yeah. you have to, there's a lot of planning and thought that goes into it. Uh, Chosen did a really good one too. If you know the show, The Chosen, mm -hmm. um, they have one scene where uh, Jesus is like doing miracles and everyone's talking and waiting and all day long. And it's just one big scene of them like interacting yeah. with each other. And it's amazing. <laughs> that type of creative filmmaking I really admire because it's difficult. It is not easy to pull off. Uh, there is a lot of steps and complication and work and effort from so many people. So it's just something I really admire and have a lot of respect for. And it's cool to hear somebody else appreciate a lot of those same things. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so you like theater, but you like film more. Now, is this a strictly, you know, in front of the camera or any ambitions to be behind the camera and be a director, producer, writer, anything like that? So I love acting. I will always adore it and always be up to act, but I am learning a lot of behind the scenes. I did a sound, like I did sound for this one feature. I forget the name of the feature. I'll have to tell you later. Um, and then I worked with Milko Davis. I don't know if you've heard of him. He has a movie on Amazon. Um, it's oh, cool. Jurassic Thunder. It's He does B-movies. And um, I learned Fun. how to script love supervise. Those. And nice. he's just, I, I love him, but he's just all over the place. So I got to direct as well. And I feel like that would be a, a, a passion of mine if I start to direct like film projects yeah. and stuff like that. It's interesting how those things happen and evolve because I did little bits of theater, you know, growing up in school and I really love improv. Improv is one of the coolest things ever because it scares me and I love anything that scares me like that. But I have no ambition about being in front of the camera. I have no like, oh, film me. And, you know, I, I stay behind the camera. I write, I direct, I produce, I edit. I, I'm comfortable behind the camera. I like that side of it. And I'm always very fascinated by people who love the opposite, who like kind of the, you know, the other side, but then both, when you can do both, that's something really interesting. It takes a lot of hard work and a lot of talent and skill. Mm. Um, and speaking of talent and skill and hard work, let's get into the fashion. Okay. So how did that happen? Because scrolling through your Instagram and I'll put all your links in, in the description and everything like that so people can check it out. Um, you know, you work with what is the you're represented by who? I'm represented by Wilhelmina Denver. That's right. Wilhelmina Denver. So uh, that information will be in there as well. But, you know, how did that happen? Like, how did you get into, you know, your fashion modeling and things like that? I, you know, I just, one thing I wanted to do is get more comfortable with the camera because as an actor, like it's, it is one thing to act in front of people that's intimidating, but acting in front of a camera can just feel so when you're first started it, it's, it's like, it's intimidating in a different way. 
you know? And so when I started acting in front of a camera, I realized this is something I'm not comfortable with. I was more yeah. comfortable with acting in front of people. So I decided to start hitting up um, photographers and asking them for photo shoots, TFPs, which is when they exchange your time yep. for prints. Time people. for print, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, when I started doing that, I started getting more comfortable in front of the camera, and it helped with my acting a lot. And then next thing you know, I am collaborating with these other photographers, and we have, like, this idea of creating um, an emotion in a picture or a story in a picture. And I'm actually about to do a lot more uh, modeling and just collaborating with photographers and being able to listen to other creative mindsets of how to approach a shoot. Um, that's really exciting. Not only that, but I've also been blending in with the fashion community and figuring out all the thought that goes into like an outfit like that's very interesting yeah. to me and i'm fortunate enough to be in denver where there's amazing fashion here like so many great fashion models fashion designers uh makeup and art of all sorts uh and it's just been great networking in that kind of community so what is it about fashion if you had to pinpoint the thing that you like the most is it the creative designing of the outfits and the process is it actually being in front of the camera is it the looking at your work at the end of the day and seeing what you can improve on and what you did well what is your favorite thing about it wow um i like i mean i like what you said last working seeing what you can do and how you can improve is a big part of it uh that's why i like working both in front and behind the camera because i feel like you can understand production so much better and be a better actor and or director or be better as far as um learning how film production goes and things same thing goes with fashion you know if i put really the right thought into an outfit then and my hair and my makeup then when I'm in front of a camera and in a certain setting, it will create a different emotion and it'll tell yeah. a different story. And I love telling stories, right? And so that's another reason why I love it. Um, but also like coming back and looking at my older shots, it was like, what was the purpose in this? You know, some of it, like I don't, yeah. I didn't have purpose. And now I'm excited to be able to create shoots where there is an intention, there is a theme and there's a point, you know, and I hopefully it'll, prove that point and show it to whoever sees the image. One of my favorite things about art in general and the creative process is development, mm -hmm. seeing where you started and then where you are now. Mm -hmm. So looking at your film and looking at your modeling, what have you seen in yourself in terms of development? Where has that growth kind of happened for you? Wow. It's, it's gone to levels I never thought it would. Honestly, like when I started, it was honestly because I had a huge crush on Tom Holland and I wanted to get famous someday <laughs> and, and meet him. I feel like I have a huge crush on Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was obsessed. But because of that, you know, I like, like God turns the silliest things into really good things. And now I'm at a point where I've learned so much and I want to help people learn what I've learned and be able to apply it into their creative process, product, blah, blah, process <laughs> and also collaborate with these people to make even more abstract and beautiful art. Now, where do you see this all going? Do you see yourself leaning towards the fashion field moving forward, um, the acting field, both or neither? 
I see a combination of both. I'm the kind of person who wants to combine different communities. The art community can offer something to the fashion community. The fashion community can offer something to the film community. And I really don't see in a, a point of separating them um, when, you know, the creative process is something that requires way more than one thought process. And as a community, you know, in a society of any sorts, we start to think the same way. So if we open our mind to other communities of artists, then we create something we didn't even think would be possible. Now, something that I always enjoy talking about uh, is a, a touchy topic a touchy topic for a lot of people, which is faith. Mm -hmm. um, now you are somebody whose faith seems very important to them. Mm -hmm. And how is that for you when you work with people who maybe their faith isn't that important to them, or they have a completely different faith than you? Um, you know, is that a topic that ever comes up? Is that a discussion that you have? Because I, I only ask because I was actually in a situation and I'm not going to give details, but rather recently in the art community, um, where people started talking about faith, um, in an artistic set and it got a little heated. People were like, oh, well, did it? Well, what about this? What about, it was like, everybody guys relax a little bit. Like <laughs> just, you know, let's respect each other here. Everybody's allowed to believe what they want to believe. Um, has that ever been something that has come up for you um, in terms of your experiences? Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up. It has come up a couple times. There's uh, this one situation I had with a production company that was actually making a film about uh, like a church that hurt someone and that was the focus of it and I, I completely agree that there's some um, religious people out there who mishandle their beliefs and um, but it was how when they found out because I'm evangelical when they found out I was evangelical it was like door shut like we don't even want to engage with this person really mm -hmm. okay and that's okay that's gonna happen people yeah. aren't going to agree with me and I'm not expecting everyone to agree with me I'm not trying to force my beliefs on people I'm just trying to share how I live my life and share my witness to anyone who wants to listen if it can help someone else and if it's like a touchy subject that someone doesn't want to talk about then I'm not gonna talk about it but if someone does want to talk about it talk about it and has questions for me I am more than willing to ask and it's not like I'm okay with questions being asked as well. Like, I'm willing to address the controversy if there is any. Um, but like I said, like, I'm not going to force any conversation to happen. This is a professional thing. We are all serious about our career. My lifestyle might be different than your lifestyle. That doesn't matter. I like what you do. I like the way you think. And if I want to work with you, I want to work with you. And I see value in you. And we don't have to agree. Wow. I mean, I think that's really cool. I say wow, because that's exactly how I feel about the topic. Um, I think that everybody is entitled to believe whatever they want to believe as long as they're not hurting anybody. And then I believe that, you know, if, you know, if people want to talk about things, they should be allowed to talk about things. Mm -hmm. If people don't want to, then they don't have to. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing is, I don't ever believe that any sort of faith or religion should be forced down anybody's throat or be told you're wrong for thinking this way or that way. Um, and vice versa. Uh, I always talk about, you know, I'm, I'm open about it, um, that I'm agnostic. Um, you know, and, and having to learn the difference between atheist and agnostic, because growing up, I always said, oh, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist. Mm -hmm. And then when I really discovered what that meant, I was like, no, I think I'm agnostic because my answer is, I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't know what is right and what's not right. And you know, who, you know, what is true and not true. like, I have no idea personally. I don't personally feel like I know those answers. So I would never say, well, you're wrong or you're wrong or you're wrong or I'm right. I don't, I'm not even telling people I'm right. And I know that I'm just like, well, this is what I am. And, and that's the end of the story. And I'm happy to talk about it. And I actually really like that you said that you're willing to talk about these things, mm -hmm. that you're willing to address controversy. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I think that's what we need more of in the world, mm -hmm. um, in all sects, whether that's, you know, religious or political or whatever it may be, conservative, Democrat, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I think we need more conversation. People just willing to sit at a table and talk to each other Absolutely. rather than sit at a table and scream at each other. Right. Because that doesn't solve any problems or issues. Uh, so I actually really appreciate that you were willing to talk about that in your faith. And I know it's important to you, so I didn't think you would be like, oh, I'm not talking about that. Um, but I like the layers of it of saying, well, number one, this is a professional environment, so that doesn't have to happen. Or number two, yeah, I'll talk about it if you want, and I don't have to if you don't want to. And then, yeah, we can talk about you know things. I'm not just going to talk at you. So I think that's really cool and the absolute right way to approach those things. And I think that's how we get to a point where we start fixing things and making each other better people. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you can believe what you believe and I can believe what I believe and we can still be friends at the end yep. of the day. You know what I mean? That's, that's really the key, you know, just being respectful to people. Yeah. I mean, in the end, if anything, my faith resolves, revolves around love, love for God and love for people. And whether or not we're on the same side of the spectrum, I am called because of my faith. I am called to love you because I see the value in you and I see the worth because of what my God has done for you. And um, if I'm not loving you, then I am being a bad Christian. You know, I am not being what God wants me to be. And yeah. that's what people need to recognize. Like, if you've been hurt by the church, I am personally sorry for you. Um, there's times where people think they've been hurt by the church, but really they just had a disagreement that wasn't getting solved. And they were being handled in a way that wasn't really loving. And if you have the proper witness, then it would show forth that, you know, you are a loving individual and you can handle having disagreements. Yeah, it's it's such an, an interesting topic for me. It's something that I love talking about. I love talking about faith and religion and belief. Mm -hmm. I have very close people to me in my life that are Catholic, Christian, Jewish, Buddhist, agnostic, you know, uh, you know, across the board, just all kinds of different faiths and at the end of the day, I support anybody in believing and thinking and feeling however they want as long as they are respectful to each other and to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, and I feel like I have met people, pros and cons on both sides. I have met people that were, you know, Catholic, uh, that were very good-hearted, kind, generous people, and then not not so nice people, not so nice. And I've met people who were Jewish that were the same, that were Buddhist or Muslim, that were the same. You know, I've met people on both sides of every everything, and. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's where the human kind of condition comes in is you take what you learn and what people teach you and what you personally believe inside and who you are. And you kind of combine that together. And hopefully if you're a decent human, it comes out, you know, the right way, which is which is what I get from you. You just seem like a really good person, a good hearted person. Um and, and somebody that cares about people. And I think regardless of what you believe and how you feel, as long as you have that thing, you're good to go in my book. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the one of the big things that I really like to talk about um, is you know what what people hope for in the future. I know you said you kind of want to have a combination of both, um, you know, that kind of fashion world and the artistic world and whatever that might look like. But I just realized sitting here right now in this moment, I don't know how old you are. (laughs) Are you willing to share that? Is that something you're willing to share? Yeah, I'm 23 years old. Okay. I figured you were younger. You don't look old at all. Um, so you're 23. Um, what are, you know, are you somebody that says, you know, I don't have any plans in terms of, you know, planning things out categorically and whatever will happen will happen? Or are you somebody that says, I'm a six month planner, a year planner, I have a five year plan, a 10 year plan? Like what kind of, you know, when you sit down day to day and you have those quiet moments to yourself at night and you're, you know, getting ready for better, whatever it is, and you think about your future, how do you look at it? I'm kind of a mixture of both, which sounds weird because it's like, how can you be planning and also not planning at the same time? That's me. So that doesn't <laughs> sound weird at all because that's me. <laughs> so you get it. Okay. So, cause I feel like I have a calling, like, um, part of my testimony is that I feel like I'm, God's going to use me in film. And so, and then I'm also called to help people. So I'm in the process of building my own business just to achieve what I want to do, um, and what I feel called to do, uh, and make money, obviously, because you got to survive in the world somehow. I mean, yeah, make money. Right. Um, but then I'm also like flexible. Like I have a partnership with an orphanage in Uganda right now, and I really would like to go and help missionaries and organizations like that one day and actually visit them. And, uh, I would like to teach them everything I've learned and help them, you know, raise more money for the children and for their purpose. But then again, you know, I don't know what God has for me entirely. And so he might take me across the nation. He might take me across this road. You know, he might take me all the way on the other side of the globe. And I am okay with that. Um, I am, there's a song where it is well with my soul, wherever I end up, wherever God wants me, that is where I'll be. And I am okay with that. I was going to say, is that actually a comforting feeling for you knowing that wherever you end up is where you're supposed to be? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've been struggling, you know, uh, with just facing certain struggles with relationships with family like that's always kind of held me down and right now I am in a very freeing position where I get to control I control my life and I let the Lord have my life as well and so it is so freeing just knowing that I will be taken care of no matter what ends up happening I am free officially I can recognize when something's toxic and when something is not good for me and I can free myself from it. I am capable of living on my own and not being dependent on anyone who may harm me or who may um, take over my life. Go you. I love it. <laughs> That's you. awesome. I'm really happy for you. God is good. Um, yeah, <laughs> like... I, I see I see nothing but just great things happening to you Thank and for you because I think, you know, for me at least, if I maybe am not looking at it at least personally from the faith kind of perspective, you seem to lead 
with just heart. You seem to lead with caring about people. And even our messages back and forth when we were scheduling this podcast, like you were, you're just, it was very clear that you're just a very kind person. You're a very good person. Um, and when it comes to good people, those are the people I like to be connected with. Um, so I, you know, uh, I, I did a podcast recently where I did a little soapbox disclaimer where I got on a little soapbox and I, um, so I'm going to do that again real quick here for me. Um, regardless of what you believe for everybody out there listening, regardless of what you believe or how you feel, just lead with kindness, just be good to each other and, and listen to people and care about people. And everybody has a story to tell. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, Julia has a really wonderful story and it's just beginning and she has so many amazing things ahead of her. So for everybody out there listening, um, you know, just, just listen to people, have conversations, talk to each other. We need to connect with each other now more than ever. So, mm -hmm. all right. End of soapbox rant. Um, <laughs> but Julia, this was really, really cool. And before we get out of here, I'd love to do a little quick um, five question Q&A with you that I like to do. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I just got to make it clear on here now. I, I never really talk about my rambling series after, but I would love to have you back on it for a rambling series because I feel like we could just talk and talk and talk oh, forever. Oh, I'm good at talking. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We both got the gift of the gab. So, all right. So the five question uh, Q&A. Uh, question number one, what is your favorite late night snack? I like cake in the mug chocolate cake in the mug made with almond flour and honey that is the most descriptive detailed <laughs> late night snack answer i have ever gotten because it's healthy that was amazing it's healthy. you were like cake in a mug disclaimer with <laughs> that was really funny um what because is your healthy, you know and it gets me yeah excited. no i i get it very healthy i get it what what is your dream vacation Honestly, uh, Israel, I want to go so bad. Yeah. Well, make it happen. Make it happen someday. I will. I'm saving um, up for it now. <laughs> that's awesome. What is something that makes you sad? Just when people are lost, you know, when they're caught up in really abusive relationships and they're caught up in addictions, you know, and they feel like they have no way out. I just, I can't, I have a heart for those people. Hence why I do what I do because I feel um, this pull to show them the hope that is in me. Yeah. I love that. Um, on the opposite, what is something that makes you happy? Mm, my church family. I just, something about getting together. Cause you know, we, there is differences, there is conflict and beliefs and being yeah. able to get with people who believe in the same thing as you um and pray together and fellowship with together and just to be a part of their lives and their walk is it's, it's relieving it's like a breath of fresh air to me last question what is something that you would tell your younger self hold on god's gonna take care of you you're gonna get to a way better place soon yeah I love that. Um, Julia, thank you so much for coming on. It has been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. And I am already announcing this now. I would love to have you back on for a rambling series. Conversation flows very smoothly. And I feel like we could just talk forever about a lot of different things. So yeah. <laughs> um, we'll definitely do that. And I felt the same about Chloe. When I had Chloe on, I was like, oh my gosh, I could just talk to her forever. She's just a ball uh, of light. I love her. I know she really is. Yeah, yeah she's great. Um, but you are, you are equally as awesome. I really appreciate you coming on. This was really great. Um, 
and like I said, I, I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm so excited to see what what you have, not what the world, but what you have planned for the world. Um, and um, definitely going to keep the audience updated with what you have going on. And we will schedule a rambling series soon. Sound good? <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Julia. Um, So for everybody out there listening, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returner, welcome back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.